Hi and welcome. So today I'm going to be talking about the power of faith and specific prayer. So when I say specific prayer, I mean whatever it is that you had desire, you had desires, specifically naming it, specifically talking about it. Yes, your father sees and he knows and he wants. But hey, the word of God says to ask and it shall be given unto you. So he wants you to ask, you know, make your petitions known, right? So, but before um, talking more about it, let us pray. Dear Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your love. We thank you for you. We thank you for us. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you for our hearts. We thank you because the Holy Spirit has now made our hearts receptive to receiving the seed of the word. We can trust you. So we say thank you. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. What is in your name, Jesus, that we do pray. Amen. So yes, the power of faith and specific prayer. And scriptural reference would be from Mark 10. 46 to 52. So this is the story of blind Batimos. So I'll read. This is uh, the NIV version. 46. Mark 10 verses 46 to 52. Then they came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city a blind man, Batimos, that is the son of Timos, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up. On your feet, it's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus. Your faith has healed you. Immediately, he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. I find this very interesting that the same people who were rebuking him, telling him to be quiet, to not disturb. I mean, it's Jesus. He has an important place to be and, you know, he's an important person. Be quiet, you're disturbing him. It's the same people that told him, chirp on your feet, it's calling you. That is to say that whatever it is that you need God to do for you, that you need to pursue with all of your heart and your might and your soul and your crying unto your father. Don't let people discourage you. Don't let the rebuke of men shun you. Cry out to your father. He's your father. He loves you. Cry out to him. I needed to say that before highlighting or um, elaborating through the story, power of faith and specific prayer. So now, I also find it very interesting that Jesus, I mean, he was a blind man, clearly and obviously, but Jesus still 
asked him, what do you want me to do for you? That's verse 51. Most times, I don't know about you guys, but I do sometimes where I tell God, you know my heart, you know what I want, you know. And God is asking me, Adasa, what do you want me to do for you? And I'm beating around the bush. He knows, but he wants me to say it. For God to say, ask and you shall receive. He knows. For him to say, make your supplications, make your petitions known. He knows, but he wants you to ask because there is power. He's a God of principle and he has given to you this world, this earth to take dominion. There's power in what you allow God to do for you. And so when God would ask because he needs to also follow principle. He would not bypass principle even if he created these principles. I find it very interesting throughout scripture that Jesus did not just heal anybody. Read your Bible world. He would ask them, what do you want? And then they would tell him, this is what I want you to do for me. It's very important. So dear believer, don't... um. Try to be humble with God. He's God. He's your father. He's God. O'Shea Solomon, Father, just give me wisdom. Father, your will. He sees your heart. He knows what you want. And then he's telling you to ask. No matter how ridiculous it seems, trust him to guide you on the right path. But ask your father and be very specific when you're asking him. It's very important. So now to the power of faith. Another thing is, Jesus said to him, your faith has healed you. Now you might be asking, what act of faith did this man exude? In those days, the blind people um, wore a garment to show that they were that, to show that they were blind. So when this man casted aside his cloak. Verse 50 says, throwing his cloak aside, he jumped up to his feet and came to see Jesus. He was declaring and saying, hey, Jesus, I'm healed. I am already healed. Like I would not be needing this. The fact that I am, I am talking to the fact that Jesus has asked to see me, <laughs> my level has changed. So that was his act of faith, basically casting aside his, and faith is an action. Many of us say that we are in faith or faith, faith, faith is an act. So I'll ask you today, what is your act to show that you're in faith? Like I said earlier, our God is a God of principle. And when we read scriptures, we, when we read our Bible rather, we read to understand the person of God. We read to understand, we, we read to get closer, we read to know how to um, pull down certain things that have been given to us in the spirits here on earth. And understanding principle is how we do so. So there is a, there's a principle of, of making your request known specifically, praying specifically. There's a principle of faith. So we don't just say that we're in faith, but we are not in faith. Do you understand? Faith is an action. You must step out when you're in faith. You cannot say you're in faith. You must do faith. And then lastly in this story is thanksgiving. To show that this man was thankful, he then followed Jesus. 
this is not a part of what I wanted to highlight, but I think that it's very important to highlight it. That after Jesus or uh, God has done that which we have asked of him, it is important to be thankful. It is important to be thankful. I say this by prayer today to us believers that as we approach the Father, we approach him with understanding. We approach him with one who understands principles of the kingdom, with one who understands that which we are supposed to be doing and how we are supposed to approach our Father. And to some of us who might not be believers, all of these things that I just said is not applicable to you, specific prayer, uh, principle of faith. In fact, you might not even really understand. But if something about what I just said um, touched you and you like to begin your journey with Jesus with God, you step by accepting Jesus into your heart. And to do that, you need to say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that you are the Son of God and you died on the cross just for me. I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. Come into my life and abide in me and I in you. Amen. Amen. He said this prayer, welcome, welcome, and well done. God bless you. I'm ecstatic for you. You've just done the best thing that you can ever, the best thing that you can ever do for yourself, honestly, is receive Jesus and great relationship with Abba, your father. Amazing. So well done. And to the rest of us, I hope that we have learned something today. When we study the word, be intentional. When we study the word, it's not to show that, oh, we have knowledge. It's not to show that we are receiving rema from the word of God. It must show forth. It must show forth in our lives. And I just pray that truly and really our walk with God is amazing, is true, and it is real. So thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much for spending time with myself and your father right now. God bless you. And let's remember to stay fervent, stay rooted, stay loving, stay kind and patient. Thank you for being here again. Until next time.